This podcast is brought to you by the What's Your Productivity Archetype quiz. Find the best productivity method for you. Make getting it done easy. Take the quiz at andreaslinks.com. That's Andrea's with an S, links with an S.com. Hello, my friends, and welcome to this bonus episode of Time to Level Up podcast. As always, I enjoy doing these calls with my clients because we really get to learn from their story and we find similarities in ourselves by listening to their stories. So today I'm talking to Sarah Young and she and I have been working together for a while and through our time together, she's gone through many transitions. She has switched jobs. She's gotten married. She has a dog. Lots of things are happening. But as you're listening, I want you to recognize how coaching has helped her through those transitions. And now working with her in a group setting, how she's figured out that even though the women in the group are all from different industries, different ages, different stages of life, they all have so much in common and they can learn from each other. So sit back and listen. And here we go. You're listening to the Time to Level Up podcast. I'm your host, business life coach, Andrea Libros. I help women in business commit to their own growth personally and professionally. Each week, I'll bring you strategies to help you think clearly, gain confidence, make your time productive, turn every obstacle into an opportunity, and finally overcome the overwhelm so that you can make money and manage life. Let's create a plan so you have a profitable business, successful career, and best of all, live with unapologetic ambition. Are you ready to drop the drama and figure out the how in order to reach your goals? You're in the right place. It's time to level up. Let's do this. Hey, hello, my friends out there in the Time to Level Up world. I am again thrilled to have one of my clients on here today to share her story. So Sarah, Sarah was, when I first met her, she was Sarah Norris, but now she's Sarah Young. And if you look at my contacts, I think there's both in there, but (laughs) she has changed over the past few years. And I really have the pleasure of continuing to work with her and kind of watching all of that happen. She's doing the work. I'm not doing the work, obviously. She's doing the work. So she's going to share with us kind of the journey that she's been on. And we'll get to know a little bit more about what's been going on in her world and in her head. So, Sarah, who are you? Introduce yourself. Tell us. Andrea, (laughs) hello. Thank you for having me. Um, Excited to to join and hopefully be helpful uh, to listeners. I have been coaching with with Andrea for two years, a little over two years now. Wow. Um, Wow. That time, I've gone through lots of different life trans, personal and professional transitions, as Andrea mentioned. One of those was getting married through the process. But uh, really, I'm a sales leader in um, technology companies. I'm really passionate about mission-oriented technology companies um, and helping them really grow revenue. 
So that's really where the majority of my career has been focused is all in a variety of sales roles, individual contributor and leadership positions. Uh, and when I'm not working, you can usually find me walking around, I don't know, downtown with my Bernadoodle puppy or uh, at the gym or doing yoga or traveling, which hopefully we get to do a little bit more of uh, here in the near future. Yeah, your travel has kind of curtailed, as is everybody's, but it's made more time for the puppy because it was yeah. a perfect time to get a puppy. Yes, very much so. And house yeah. projects. Right. And house projects. That's true. Because <laughs> we've had some discussions about house projects. We have had that. So tell us, okay, so when we first met, where where were you? But where were you in your headspace as well? Like <laughs> physically and mentally. What do you think? Good. When I met Andrea, she came and spoke at, um, you came to speak at one of our yeah. work, like ladies events. And she was like, do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel like, you know, you're unclear about some of the directions you want to go? Like, do you need help with X, Y, and Z? And in my head, I was like, check, 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 check all those things. And one of the things that really stood out to me is I was definitely going, moving into some bigger, as I said, personal and professional transitions. I was, you know, getting married, trying to find, um, you know, progressing in my career and trying to figure out what I wanted that picture to look like. And, you know, I was managing a team and it was my first, um, I'd had a little bit of management experience previously, but it was truly my first more management role um, in a software company. And so there was just a lot going on. And I was trying to find clarity kind of in my direction and where I wanted to go. And then also figuring out how do I you know, contribute in the ways that I want to contribute both to my teams, to the companies and my relationships personally, while also making sure that I was focused on being intentional about my own growth and, and making sure that I was on the path and direction that I wanted to go. Yeah. So that actually, when that last statement brought a thought to my head, so that balancing of being a good leader, helping your team grow and <laughs> you growing at the same time, that can be tricky. Yes. I would say you asked about where my emotional space was. I think at the time when we first met, I felt like I was doing everything for everybody else and thought that it aligned with my direction, but I was definitely losing myself in all of the environment around me and focusing on things that needed to be done, things that other people needed from me. And so I felt a little bit, I guess, lost, even though I was still growing in the ways that I kind of thought I wanted to be. Uh huh. Actually, I remember one of the first conversations we had was you had to have a really difficult conversation. And I remember kind of mapping that out. And you, all of a sudden, these light bulbs went off. You're like, oh, I guess I could say that. Or, oh, I guess I could advocate for myself. Or, oh, what if I don't ask, then I'm never going to get. Mm-hmm. Right? That kind of thing. I totally remember that now. So... Where, how has that journey kind of progressed? So that was in one, you were in one space. Now you're in a different one. Same problems, different problems, or how has that developed? So actually preparing for our talk, um, me, it was good <laughs> because then I needed to reflect on some of those things that have changed. And sometimes it's so easy to be focused on moving forward. You forget to kind of look back and evaluate what's changed. And yeah. uh, a lot has changed in the last two years. For me. And so I definitely feel like one of the, I have a lot more clarity about where I fit and want to fit and have, I think I've developed a lot more confidence 
in that direction versus, you know, feeling like I needed to just map to what other people wanted for me or perceived for me. Um, so uh-huh. I think I've definitely elevated, you know, some the challenges, some of the ones that I was experiencing at the time um, that we first met, I feel like I've worked through some of those, not that it's not still a work in progress. And by doing that, it's led me to, you know, new challenges because I have experienced quite a bit of growth in, you know, again, personally, professionally uh, moved into, you know, now I'm in an executive leadership role, uh, managing a bigger team, I switched companies. So professionally, those were some big changes for me that have, again, created new and different challenges. Um, And I think something that coaching really helped me with is navigating um, some of those kind of earlier challenges so that I had more of the building blocks that I could use to help get to kind of the next steps that made sense for me. Yeah. So you kind of had, you created a foundation for yourself really of ways of thinking about things and tackling challenges so that now you really just built on that Mm -hmm. in a sense, because you've got the basic tools. So tell me how some of this thinking, because really, you know, you came to me and we're like, okay, help me figure out my career. Like, what am I doing? What's my path? What's the next step? How is this translated into your personal life? How has that <laughs> gone into that space? Yeah, I definitely feel like I shifted in the last few years from, and it's not just me. I, th- I think in my kind of group of friends and, and peers, everyone has started to, you know, shift from their social life being more the priority to their their marriages and having children and their careers progressing. And so I felt like that shift also was happening for me. Like I was investing more and more time into work, more and more than I could ever had before. 40 hours a week just wasn't cutting it anymore. And I was still traveling a lot. And I was also, you know, planning a wedding and getting married and trying to balance the kind of newlywed challenges while also, you know, wanting to do all these things from a career standpoint. So I think that that also just created, um, and, and we spent a lot of time, Andrea, trying to figure out not only what I wanted to do kind of from a career standpoint, but really what did I want my kind of personal life and my personal priorities to look like and, you know, navigating again, you know, my husband's going through similar things in his career too. So how did we f- navigate that together in our relationship? Yeah. Cause it's two, it's, they're just pieces of the puzzle. It's all has to go together. Right. Yeah. We have had lots of discussions about how, I mean, it's like that typical work life balance, which doesn't seem to exist, but right. How do you, how do you do that? Also, I think something that's come up as you've been talking is expectations, right? So you've had to set some expectations for yourself, first of all, like, what can I expect out of myself? You've set expectations for the people you're leading on your team. Mm -hmm. You've kind of set expectations of work-life balance too, right? All these sorts of things, because nothing is, we may have a vision of how it's supposed to go. And that vision does not necessarily align with the other person's vision. Yes. So navigating that has been challenging. Well, as we even talk about this, I think what I really felt is this transition from being able to do everything. Like I mm-hmm. I had always gone a million miles a minute. I was always really busy. I was always, you know, involved in every single activity. And I, you know, worked a ton while I was still in college and still did activities and still like I was used to being able to balance everything. And 
still keep everyone happy, which, you know, um, I know. And I I moved into this phase of life where I just couldn't do that anymore. And I felt like what I I just couldn't do everything and Mm -hmm. maintain, like keep everyone happy, including myself in that process. And so really finding clarity and re kind of focusing where I wanted to drive my energy because I needed to make choices. Yeah. And I think we all can do parts of everything, but maybe it's not going to look like we think it's going to look like. Right. So I think sometimes women struggle with, well, something's got to give, and it may not be something that has to give, but maybe the intensity in which we're doing it has to give, or it's going to look a little different. And yeah, we've talked about that a lot, which is part of life, right? Like these are all transitions. So tell me, you are a big goal setter. Like you are setting goals, both clearly at work, there's goals set for you and that you create your own goals in a professional sense, but then you also have personal goals. So how do you go about thinking about achieving the goals now? What's your process on that? Because people ask me this all the time. How do I actually get to the goals? What words of wisdom would you give them? I had a manager once when I, in my job in college, actually, and he gave a whole speech about essentially being intentional and having like a dream book of like all the things you want to do and talked a lot about like, Hey, if you, there's a lot of things you can want to do, but if you don't write it down and make a plan to actually go do it, it's never going to happen. It's just always going to be a dream. And so that really stuck with me um, at the time. And I feel like is something that I have continued to, you know, apply both not only professionally, but just personally when I, you know, I regularly kind of sit down and think through like, what are the things I want to do? How do I want to prioritize them? Now I try to do that, you know, with my husband and, you know, a lot of those things are together now. So a lot of it is about sitting down and taking some time to actually think through like, what do I actually want to accomplish? And one thing that I really appreciated about coaching is it makes me actually forces me to sit down and make that time for myself and think about some of those things. And then not only deciding what it is that I want to do, but then it's uh, what's the plan that's going to get us there. And is this, and really um, thinking about the actions that are going to help drive to that plan. I think Mm -hmm. one thing that I used to think about goals more in the sense of like time And I stopped putting time parameters on it and started focusing just on like, what is the goal or what do I want to achieve? And then what are the steps that it takes to go achieve that? Then I would plan, okay, what are realistic timeframes around that versus trying to just plan for time, which then inevitably always gets messed up. Right. Never So you've started to kind of almost go backwards. Like, here's what I want to achieve. Let's not worry about time. Let's go back and see what I need to do. But you know what you also are doing, which you kind of mentioned at the beginning, is the way you're thinking about things is much more, you're taking the time to think, not just to act, right? right? So it's not all about what you're doing to achieve the goal. There's this whole piece of it that has to do with the thoughts behind it that I think is something that we often overlook. And I think in coaching, that's, I mean, I know when I work with my coach, it holds like by engaging in that coaching, it's holding space to actually think about what the actions are that I need to take to get to the goals. 
One so of the I've learned in coaching is I need a lot more. I need a lot more alone time now than I thought that I needed. Like I'm very extroverted and I would just spend all of my time with people and like doing things. And, um, I can't just like sit down and watch TV. I have to be doing, you know, three other things while that's happening. And so by being a doer, it was hard for me to just like go, go, go and just stop. And I have found that when I do take that time to myself and think about things and make space, I'm find a lot more clarity in that. Yeah. And no one, we all need that reminder because no one does that instinctively. I think when you do sit down, you find a lot more clarity. It's totally true. So tell me a little bit, now you're in a group setting, a group coaching situation. What's that like? And what do you think, how's that feel to you? Yeah, that has been fun uh, first. And one thing that I really like about it is it exposes me to, you know, working with women who I would likely not otherwise meet in any other capacity. And a lot of times, you know, you're most like the people that you spend time with. And it's been really good for me to get to be working with women who are in different stages of life than I am, who've already, you know, we all are in different kind of professional worlds. We're in different personal times, like everything is very different. And so what has been really interesting is even though we all are in very different places in our lives, we have a lot of similar challenges and have still found a way to relate to each other and work through those things. And so that's been really interesting just to hear different perspectives and also the similarities that that brings and just the network of having people that I can talk to that are truly like outside of my kind of personal circle, which I think overall has been a helpful part of coaching. Sometimes you just need some objectivity. Uh, and usually when, you know, you talk to friends or you talk to family, like they have some personal bias involved in that. Whereas when I'm working in a coaching group, mastermind group or with Andrea, there's, not a lot of bias. There's no real overlap in our life other than um, mm-hmm. in session. So it is interesting that you are all in totally different stages of life and industries, but yet when it comes down to it, everybody's kind of, it boils down to the same sort of issues, mm-hmm. which I think we all think like we're all special snowflakes, you know, <laughs> we're unicorns, but there are no unicorns. Well, maybe they're special snowflakes, but I don't know. <laughs> but I find that really interesting from a coach perspective, because when one person is saying something else, I've got some other person in my head or, you know, oh yeah, that's what she was saying, or that was her struggle, but in a totally different way. And oftentimes when you can bring in an example that's not related to you, it makes what is related to you a lot clearer. So I found that really fun. So, all right, to wrap up, what is one thing that you either a thought or a saying, or what's one thing that sticks out in your brain from coaching? <laughs> um, I, I find myself saying this to myself a lot, but also to other people now, because you always talk about this model. And it's, so whenever I hear you say, like, what's the fact? Like if I find <laughs> myself getting kind of down a rabbit hole in my thoughts, in my feelings about things. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a pause, interrupt this feeling and thought for a moment and go back to what's the fact of the situation. Okay. What's my thought about this situation? Oh, okay. Maybe I can shift that thought and think of other things. So it's helped 
me definitely navigate like how I think and feel about situations a little bit better now. You're separating out those facts. It's very interesting what you learn because we always are thinking like whatever's going on in our head is the fact. Yes. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> it is not. And in a work setting and a professional sense, I think that happens a, like you really can figure out the facts. It is very easy or it's easier in a professional setting to figure out the facts and, and to separate them out from our thoughts. And we don't do that enough. We just think everybody's thinking the same way we are. And that's not necessarily true. So yes, what is the fact? So, okay. So the fact is that um, we are going to wrap up here, but I loved having you join me and share some of your experiences. And hopefully we'll continue growing together. Great. How's that sound? Love to. Thanks for having me. You are welcome. All right, everybody have a great rest of your day. And remember, yeah, separate out those facts from your thoughts, because you'll find that a lot of times your thoughts aren't serving you and you have the ability to change them. But the facts, they remain the same. All right. See you next time. Who's your coach? I would be honored to be your coach for a day or even more. If you want to stop feeling overwhelmed and are ready to commit to growing, growing your business, your career, or yourself, head over to register at andrealibros.com backslash group dash coaching. Check out the Committed to Growth group coaching program, where we take all of this learning from the podcast and 10 exit so that you can learn to commit to your growth forever and eliminate all of the wavering, the wishy-washy, the little quits, and the figuring it out. We start the next cohort of Committed to Growth on March 18th, but enrollment is open now, so you want to reserve your spot. If you want to talk more about it, book your consult call as part of the enrollment process, and we will figure out if this is a good fit for you. AndreaLibros.com backslash group dash coaching to find out more. See you in March.